Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. living in Florida, everyday concerns for residents. As first, let's talk about the cost of living. Uh, Florida is a large state, so the cost of living does vary depending on the area that you live in. South Florida, the cost of living is a little bit higher than it is in North Florida. However, the overall average cost of living in Florida is 1% higher than the national average. It's not too bad. As far as housing, it's 2% higher than the national average. Utilities is 2% higher and transportation is 1% lower and healthcare is about 2% lower. So there's some ups and downs when it comes to the cost of living in Florida. Let's talk about housing a little bit more. As far as the prices, they have increased over the recent years. So that is causing some concerns with a lot of people looking to relocate and purchase a home in Florida. It is 2% higher than the national average as far as the housing in Florida lately. Of course, the higher interest rates are causing a lot of buyers to kind of step back from their search and finding a home that doesn't break the bank or break their pockets, still be able to live a comfortable lifestyle um, within their, their range. So interest rates has been a huge concern in this market as far as uh, what buyers are comfortably paying. But then we do have a lot of people that are just, you know, saying they're just go ahead and purchase now because they really don't know. We can't predict 100% what's gonna happen in the future as far as the market. Again, there's concerns that go either way, uh, whether prices are gonna to continue to rise or we're just gonna crash. Um, but of course, we're just gonna sit back and wait and see exactly what happens and how we go about handling that. And it's also taking longer for owners to sell their homes too. So late 2021, early 2022, homes were flying off the market within 24, 40 hours. Now in the later part of 2022, the last quarter, we're seeing homes sit on the market a little bit longer, 30 days or more. However, there's still a lot of buyers out there that are having trouble finding what they're looking for, especially if they had to make a little price adjustment in their budget, what they're looking for to be able to make sure that they're finding property that they like, they don't feel like they have to settle and it's something um, that they can live comfortably within their means financially. So we are starting, we are seeing the market shift a bit here in the uh, last quarter of 2022, not seeing as many, many uh, people fighting over homes. So it is getting a little tricky for, you know, homeowners to sell without having to really just give away their home and overpricing. So of course, us as realtors, we really do uh, help keep an eye on the market for our buyers and our sellers to make sure everybody gets what they need, gets what they're looking for, make sure everybody just lives happily ever after. Another concern in Florida for the residents is the traffic, of course. This is a, a big issue for people that live here that maybe grew up or spent most of their lives in more of a rural area, much more quiet uh, space where there's not so many people. So traffic here in Florida, it's, um, there's a lot of people moving here, relocating here to Florida here recently in the last year or two, obviously causing overcrowding of the roads. There's new attractions, new businesses, hotels, restaurants, so many new housing developments being built in Florida. So that's attracting a lot more people to come here. There's a lot of people that visit Florida, go on vacation here, visit family, and they just see that it's just much better than maybe the life 
that they have back home and that's making them want to relocate here. So there's so, just so many people that's taken a high interest in relocating to Florida. So of course that's going to crowd up the roads, especially during peak season when people do want to just take that quick getaway to Florida. Peak season can get a little frustrating for the locals to adjust their times when they need to leave the home, leave home to get to work or get to the, their children's school and accordingly in the afternoon as far as getting their kids in time or just really getting to where they need to be. Uh, of course, you have to plan accordingly during the, the peak season, which is usually around spring break, so late May, uh, I'm sorry, late March, early April, on into the end of September, or really after Labor Day in the October. We still do have a lot of visitors here, but the traffic isn't as bad. I'm sure it's like that for most of Florida. Um, of course, those summer months, uh, traffic gets, gets really, really bad. So a lot of the local residents get really, really frustrated during that time, but it is what it is. Let's talk about the weather in Florida. Uh, that could be a concern for people that, again, are not used to that from where they are originally from. We don't get to experience the full for you know the full experience of the seasons, um, four seasons that we have. We don't really have much of a fall, I would say, um, as far as like the scenery. Uh, I see a lot of people post a lot of pictures of maybe the trees and the parks where you know the fall, pretty green leaves just come come off the trees. Uh, we don't see a whole lot of that here where we're at. Some areas you may, but again, you don't you don't get to experience the, the dramatic season change when it goes into fall. We kind of just go from summer into a slight winter feel maybe in December. <laughs> what I mean by that is that the temperature does drop a little bit, but nothing too dramatic. Well, there may have been times where the temperatures did reach the, the 20 degree range, 25, 30 degrees in December, January. So that's a very, very, very cold for us Floridians. However, that's not, uh, it's not something that happens very, very often. Our cold here is maybe like in the 50s, 40s, where we you know, feel the need to put on a jacket. If you are used to living somewhere with like heavy snow and snowstorms, blizzards, don't worry about bringing those big heavy coats here to Florida. You won't necessarily need it. Just know that the summers can be pretty miserable for a lot of Floridians too that don't like to, to be out in the heat for, you know, for too long or too often, especially if they work out uh, outdoors, they have to tolerate it and just have to be miserable throughout the day. The heat is different than you know the other states when we talk about the heat, 70, 80 degrees can feel like it's 90 to 100 degrees. The humidity does not help that at all. You could stand outside in the shade and still just sweat because of that humidity and the heat. It's just, it can be pretty miserable. You just have your little sweat mustache just developing after two minutes outside and you just feel like you just took a shower after maybe walking around the block. It gets pretty, pretty hot in, in the state of Florida, but we are the sunshine state. Uh, so what can you expect? We have lots of sunshine. However, we do have to deal with hurricane season, which begins June 1st and ends November 30th. We don't necessarily have to experience hurricanes year after year. I know here in the Panhandle, we've, we've gotten fairly lucky, um, haven't taken um, some dramatic hits over the years. I know Hurricane Ivan was a big one, Hurricane Michael, Hurricane Sally a couple years ago in 2020 came near here, um, close, closer to Panama City, just caused, caused a lot of damage. But as far as anything major, nothing like Katrina, we haven't experienced yet. So I know people think that's something they have to deal with year after year after year. But of course, just be prepared when we do get into hurricane season. A lot of people come into Florida not really knowing what to do. So it's just a concern, like how are they gonna handle, you know, we are in the projected path of a major storm. Again, just be prepared. As soon as you decide to relocate to Florida, make sure you do your research 
and understand what you need to do to prepare for those um, hurricane season months, June through November. Be prepared for whether you're going to bunker down, stay home and, and not evacuate. So make sure you have all the supplies that you need. Make sure you um, do everything you need to do to prep your home inside and out. If you are gonna leave, do the same thing. You can um, you know, take precaution in your house. Just put everything away outside, of course, so they don't blow away and make sure you have everything that you need to be able to leave for uh, several days and might possibly even a couple weeks depending on how bad it is. Make sure you make your travel arrangements ahead of time. Make sure you know where you're going, how long it's gonna to take to get there, plan for gas. There's a lot of people that might be evacuating at the same time. You wanna make sure you just plan your trip accordingly to make sure you don't have a stressful, stressful time trying to get out of the area uh, if we are in the projected path, the eye of a storm, or if we just expect it to be very, very bad as far as winds and rains, uh, lots of flooding. So again, just be prepared for hurricane season and I'm pretty sure you'll be okay. Again, it's just a concern for people that are not familiar with hurricanes at all. They just feel like it's just something worse than what they've ever experienced in their lives as far as like tornadoes or earthquakes, which I never experienced tornadoes, but I feel like that's much worse than a hurricane because you don't have much time to prepare. So that's what really worries me about that. But again, as long as you're prepared, make sure you have a plan for your family, make sure everyone knows the plan and you'll definitely be able to All right, another concern for Florida residents are the, the bugs and the wildlife that we have here in Florida. Now, this is definitely a problem for those that cannot stand little pests, especially in their home. Some of the common household pets that you'll find uh, here in Florida would be palmetto bugs, or lots of people refer to them as cockroaches. There's ants, termites, flies, mosquitoes, of course. There's spiders, uh, silverfish. Uh, snakes, mice, and many, many more. You can even have a very clean, clean home. You're gonna see those bugs find their way into your home. So don't feel like your home is just nasty or if you go into someone's home, you see a little palmetto bug run across, don't think that they're completely nasty. Or if you're going into checking into a, a condo or hotel and you see one, don't freak out. It's really not that necessary. They're very, very common here in Florida. Again, a lot of people that's not used to that find it very hard to be able to share their, uh, their personal space with that. But again, just take the necessary steps in preventing those intrusions into your home and make sure you have what you need to be able to, to get rid of them if they do make their way in. As far as wildlife, bears, raccoons, deer, snakes, possums, even gators are common in local residence. Um, just seeing around your neighborhood, um, there's been stories about people finding baby gators in their swimming pool, out in some golf courses, you'll see them. There's lots of people, you'll see that they upload videos of bears, uh, going through their backyard, going through their garbage, maybe using the bathroom on their front porch. I've seen that too. Just, you know, you'll see mama bear and her cubs walking around on your driveway. But there's also surprises that you might, might come across if you have overgrown grass. Of course, you're, you're probably going to see uh, snakes in there too. So very important here in Florida to maintain your, your yard so you don't have any surprises slipping out of the bushes or even finding their way into your home once you open your door. That, that will be uh, quite some entertainment for you and your family if you do have a, a little nasty intruder into your home, especially if you're really freaked out by them and you just, you're a screamer, you scream, the littlest little animal that makes it to your home. Uh, just be prepared. Be prepared if you're afraid uh, of bugs and wildlife in Florida. It's a huge concern for those uh, that are not even used to being outdoors. So, uh, again, bugs and wildlife is a, it's a concern for a lot of the Florida residents. However, there are people that enjoy it. They catch whatever they find in their yard. I think it's pretty cool. Of course, hopefully they will release it back into the wildlife. Um, but if that is uh, in your situation, of course, you might go into a panic. You come across something in your yard, 
um, but just remain calm and just understand what you need to do to, to handle that situation. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, Make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.